0: Welcome to the Mayfair Podcast, I'm Andrew. America, is- God damn it! I did oh,
1: screen, you said I was third, I just realized, alright, yeah, uh, Josh. And on our 175th episode. <laughs> no, and it was the first thing you said right before we started, <laughs> I don't know why, because you said clockwise and then you went and I panicked. That's beautiful uh, that this is not a joke. Remember that one that we got right though? I think this was is all staying one. in, this is all staying God,
2: in. That was perfect. This is Josh. That was Eric. I yeah. don't know. Andrew's here.
1: He went. His was fine. It was me that screwed it up. I don't yeah. know what happened there. I got excited. I'm too. We excited. We've, Andrew and I have called Eric in today to tell him that he's being let go from the podcast. <laughs> this is the funniest <laughs> way to do it. It's like I'm just trying to fudge it up one more time so that we can remember how bad this was. This is your third strike. (laughs) I didn't even know. We didn't know I was being like until this second when I screwed it up. What a podcast. (sighs) Uh, 175 though. Wow. (laughs) We're doing nothing special for it. Where does the time go? I listened to that first episode the other day. Oh wow, really? Yeah. And it was like the two of you guys and then Mal, who I didn't work with, but does it sound okay? Well, it sounds weird because it's in the theater, so it's like we used to do it in the theater, and it's long. Like it was not long, but it feels long because it's like forty six ish minutes.
2: Yeah, we used to
0: do them a bit longer.
2: It's very interesting where we there's an evolution. I'm sure we're like halfway. Like we keep learning buttons to push to make the sound sound better. (laughs) Yeah. And early on, I think there was an ambition. Like there is often with extracurricular arts where you're like each episode will be three hours long. It'll be great. And then when you get into the process of editing it and doing it, you're like, ah, half an hour is good. Yeah, you know? Especially when you have to do it. Yeah. We're like, come on, Josh, it's fun. I don't know. Well, I think a lot of longer podcasts you might listen to, like I don't think Marin edits or he has an assistant. But like, he has when, an assistant. When he yeah. does those two-hour podcasts, I think most of it is there. and And some of the podcasts I listen to, you can really hear the flaws, which I've become very anal retentive about taking out yeah
1: that's that's what the other thing I noticed because in that one it, it's everything you hate now yeah right? which is the yeah. best part because you're kind of like so uh, yeah like what else can we say um, and there's a lot of like sort of like breathing and stuff like that and
2: I was like man he would have cut this out for sure and it's one of those weird things like say you're in a band your first night in the band Will not sound as good as your 175th oh, concert, especially the first rehearsal. It yeah, the worst. And so is, I'll never go back and listen to that stuff. You know, that's yeah. gone to me. It's like
1: it was. It was great for me, but I was like, yeah, I, I could. T- you would not have liked it. Like, yeah, you just how listening, you would have just been like, it's like Lee, like seeing his like trailers or whatever. So oh he's yeah, done, like he won't be in the theater at the same time. Like he just can't do it. So
2: well, it's the weird thing with anything like that. Like a, a writer, I'm sure. Even some big shot like Stephen King, I'm probably sure goes back to something we all love, like Christine. Mm-hmm. It was probably like, oh, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have yeah. done
1: that. Or he's just have like Rage, you know, where he like at the time had written, and it's like about gun violence and whatnot. And yeah, the and then just, he like, took
0: it. A- <laughs> he. he uh... Like made, made sure it was out of print after. Yeah,
1: and, I, and which just kind of makes people want it more, but you yeah. know, still, like, it's it's interesting. Like, I hadn't heard about that for years, and then I was like, okay, well, that's cool. Like, I understand, you know, when you had a bit of a substance abuse thing or whatever, like, you know, you're, you're writing differently at the time, but
2: what were you guys talking about when I said stop talking we're about to do a movie podcast oh was uh, they just announced that Neil
1: Blomkamp of District 9 fame or of Chappie fame as uh, no, no oh, one Chappy. else would, no one would say I do uh, not like Chappie no no he's he's doing Robocop uh sequel a direct sequel to one Wait, but didn't he want to do a direct sequel to Aliens? Yeah, I, I think that's what <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was a direct sequel to 2. And maybe they're like, well, we don't want you to do a sequel well, to well, 2. What
0: but would do a different be direction. a direct sequel to... I mean, Aliens was pretty direct. I Which, think
2: I think he was going to do it where... It's very interesting because in comic books they get away with this all the time of doing It's kind just, of,
0: it's it's 90 minutes of Sigourney Weaver sleeping. Yeah, pretty much.
2: Yeah, well, He's, I think there was some, some sketches and it was going to be like... Alien 3 never happened yeah that's what it
1: was so Aliens was still gonna happen so it was like 1, 2, then this so and they were just there. like nothing happened with David venture nothing happened with other guy who directed with Emily but this to
2: do a direct sequel to Robocop I mean Robocop 2 and 3 aren't well loved but they're kind of harmless they're just yeah. Robocop movies 2 is loved maybe not well
1: loved yeah It's loud. Three is. It's pretty hated though. Yeah, I mean, by some people. I I guess I'm more just thinking like three is so hated. Yeah, three is so hated hated that two is like, oh, that wasn't that bad, like compared to three. But like one is just such a good, so so intense. Like I always forget how violent the first one was.
2: Is Peter Weller gonna be in it?
1: Uh, I mean, he'll probably cameo, assuming like, well, I don't know, but play Robocop
2: if it's a direct sequel to Robocop. You know, I didn't
1: think of that because if it's like, if it's. However many years after, I guess, like, what, 30, 40 years or whatever, like, I guess he could.
2: But that was the weird thing with Superman Returns, where they were billing it very confusingly to the average moviegoer as a direct sequel to Superman (laughs) 2, but with different actors. Yeah. It's weird. That doesn't make
1: sense. And he's younger, I assume. Yeah.
2: It's very weird. It's weird that now... Another thing they announced today is that the Scorsese-produced
0: Joker movie with, what's his uh, name? Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix I forgot
2: Scorsese was producing that. Is happening. That's so been... that's greenlit, that's oh, happening. Oh, not
0: uh, Jared Leto? I think they're also
1: doing a Leto-Joker oh. solo. Which is bonkers. Different studio? I,
2: or... No, they're just, no. they're going comic book style of where, you know, you can do comic books where, say, there's a... Batman Gotham by Gaslight one shot where it's him doing Jack the Ripper stories. And then you could also have kind of normal Batman. And then you could have a comic with Batman 66. Yeah. So now they're doing the Scorsese-produced Joker, the horrible Suicide
0: Squad Joker. (laughs) Which no one... And on top of that, there'll probably be another Joker. It's weird. It's
1: weird. It's like a good character, but it's just like, you get to a point where you're like, can we not do, like, give me a Clayface movie? Well, I think
0: Heath Ledger's rendition of the Joker kind of made it Im- impossible for any yeah. other actor to top that. So. And,
1: and that's what everyone said about Nicholson too, which is so funny now, yeah. it, to be like, oh yeah Heath Ledger, you're a pretty boy, you know, he'll never be able to do a role like that. And I'm sure
0: and... people said that about Cesar Romero. <laughs>
1: oh yeah,
2: Well, I hated Suicide Squad a lot.
0: That's did anyone like
1: you. that movie? I didn't see it, but did I, anyone I, like I, it? I think a lot of people liked uh, Harley Quinn, yeah. and some liked Will Smith. Well, the movie
0: was so hyped, right? I yeah. think that's why people hated it because it had so much hype attached to it and then mm. people actually saw it and were like, eh, it a made me trailer. feel
2: really old man because <laughs> it was so kind of flashy and weird and the and the and i've learned that it was a whole different team doing those kind of flashback moments the origin yeah. moments and it just it didn't feel like a movie to me the characters were all over the place and anyone who defends it is like, oh, it's just a fun summer movie. I'm like, yeah, but characters showed up. And I was like, who are you? Yeah. And like with a gun to my head, I couldn't explain what the Suicide Squad was doing. And it
1: wasn't really a Suicide Squad. It was like two people and a couple other people in the background, basically. You're yeah. just like, who even is that guy? Like, and
2: like the Canadian actor, what's his name? Uh, showed Adam up, Beach. Adam yeah, Beach yeah, shows just... up and is like, hi, I'm Adam Beach. And dies, yeah. like, crazy what
1: fast. What character was that even? Like, I was trying to figure Like, out. most out-of-beach movies. <laughs> oh, and he shows up, <laughs> Hi, I'm a of beach Jewish, and then he's gone. Yeah, I guess Wind Tigers is, like, hit the longest, he survives. <laughs> but sadly, yeah. it
2: made a bunch of money. But I think they're at least being savvy enough where they're kind of doing sequels, but, like, the Harley Quinn spin-off is going to be different director. Mm-hmm. Different, so, I don't know. It, it's Warner Brothers is weird right now, where yeah, yeah. they just got rid of a bunch of the people who made justice league but they're still stuck with having aquaman filmed and shazam filmed mm-hmm. in the same universe but trying to pitch it basically throwing their old stuff under the bus yeah. and going hey we know everyone hated that but yeah. we promise aquaman and shazam and wonder woman 2 are going to be awesome yeah. we didn't like them either swears these did you say
0: shazam shazam they, yeah they're remaking
2: that It's with, not Kazam,
1: (laughs) with with, uh, Shazam. Shazam. (laughs) Oh man, two podcasts, two Kazam
2: references. (laughs) Shazam, which is a story of a 10 or 12 year old who becomes a Superman type character. Back in the 30s, crazy popular character, like on par with Superman, and has been around forever. They stubbornly stuck with calling him Captain Marvel up until very recently, where they went, well, we'll just call him Shazam. But when I was a kid, last few years, it was always the weird thing where they had some weird copyright share, where yeah. Captain Marvel existed before Marvel Comics, but you can oh, see yeah. it being confusing. Oh yeah, 100%. Because that would mean that, at the same time, I wish they had been more stubborn about it, DC and Marvel would both have a Captain Marvel movie yeah, coming
1: out. because I was like, that that is a Captain Marvel character in the Marvel Universe as well. That would be so thought. cool. And there's a Ms. Marvel, and... yeah. Probably others as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like, well, just this
2: weird thing of... Marvel Comics, I believe, was called Timely Comics yeah. back then. But anyhow, Shazam is coming out. With The Rock uh, in it as well? I, I think The think Rock's the villain in it. Black Adam? Uh, yeah. I, think. I say that like I know a lot
1: about the Shazam universe, so I don't, but...
2: I. I it's the same with Aquaman. I'm I'm hesitantly
1: optimistic. Well, James Wan is a good director. I love that, yeah. That's one of the few reasons I'm actually like... And Jason Momoa, you know, I mean, we like him... Yeah, but it it has You know there's a reason people aren't more stoked about it i think and it's just it's a bit like that dark universe as well that they were trying to do with the money and all that they're just stuck like and they don't know what to do and it's almost worse for dc because they just they're just like please tell us what you want like we don't is it not funny enough is it not action enough like they're just like and it was the same with suicide squad like they completely rogue one that movie yeah because they're like oh you liked the trailer with a couple of jokes we'll put more of those in and like oh you like harley quinn we'll jam her in more and it could have worked but not oh yeah you're half done
2: like, well i love dc and i i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do to turn it around though because they seem very stubborn about like my favorite thing in justice league was how they set it up there was a world where people like superman where in the previous two films to it there's no evidence that anybody likes superman yeah and he had helped kill
1: all those people sort of i mean or, it's weird yeah i don't know it sucks because they have so many good characters and like none of them are really like I guess uh, the anime stuff is better oh yeah it's great all the
2: time yeah, but we like, live in a world of such quick reboots I think they could just get away with saying we're rebooting everything because I mean Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man only lasted two movies yeah. and they're like ah oh, reboot that <laughs> like Poochie style, like, I have to go now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like well it's uh, someone else now and he's younger the only thing that they're stuck with is that everybody likes Wonder Woman so yeah. if they want to do Wonder Woman 3, 4, 5... But, I mean, they could just do it like James Bond and say, like, some of the actors are the same. Or, or she gets killed and her sister is now... Her, yeah. Or something
1: like that. They always... You know, every time I think they're not going to be able to explain away something, they come up with some
2: weird way that it, it makes quote-unquote sense. Yeah, I don't know. At least the Marvel movies are all still good. <laughs> yeah. Like, the worst Marvel movie is better than the best DC movie so far yeah. I think
1: and I don't really count Howard the Duck I mean no it's, Marvel didn't really become I mean some would argue like Iron Man was the first Marvel movie yeah. but
2: I mean I'll give you a blade if you want I mean I have a soft spot in my dumb heart for Howard the Duck because I saw it when I was like 8 and it was cool because there was a talking duck and monsters in it you know <laughs> like that's fair when you're 8 it's, you're easily entertained and then you go back and see those movies when you're grown up and you're like yeah. oh that's not good at all <laughs> like, monsters
1: of the universe
2: <laughs> oh man see I was right that my youth was all these wonderful horrible movies it, it was Masters of the Universe Howard the Duck Tron and then stuff that's I think actually good like Willow and Labyrinth and stuff like that but a lot of flops and you can see why Hollywood was just like oh keep making police academies yeah. people are coming
1: to those <laughs> they right? didn't really uh,
2: hit the landing until a Mission to Moscow that was the real yeah. money one <laughs> still I, that's the one I haven't seen that's with Christopher Lee oh my god yeah. See, the, now that changes things. I got to see it one of these days just because I love Christopher Lee so much. Uh, and but
1: Like, that's just so random. Like, I've been on a quest to try to collect all the Adam West TV appearances, like, mostly pre and post Batman and not Because he was on a lot of – well, he's on a lot of crap before Batman, but he's also on a lot of newer crap. Yeah. And it's, and it's funny going through some of the movies he did because, like, there's a few – Zombie just, nightmares. Oh, yeah. that and like, just, and, like, Maxim Zool, like, this stuff that no one's even – like heard about it and you just feel bad for for paycheck adam west at that point where you're like oh you see that kind of
2: stuff and you realize that for three or four years around 1966 he was on the biggest kid show on tv he had a feature film he was making appearances all over merchandise and how horrible hollywood can be like how quickly it could turn around yeah and I'm very thankful that in his senior years he made a comeback and even though as much as I'm not a big fan of Seth MacFarlane it's cool that he was on Family Guy and cool that nerds really embraced Batman 66 and he got to do some of that and really kind of he and Shatner people like that really got to embrace being themselves but getting gigs out of it and getting kind of respect for it Mm -hmm. because you see these really sad I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about this is like five tiers below a Comic-Con, but it's they do these Hollywood autograph cons where you go into a third-tier hotel convention center and there's like, you know, I was the kid on the Monsters and oh, I was an alien in Star Wars, Butch Patrick. Which Patrick. <laughs> and you pay 10 bucks and get an autograph, but it's the one I was listening to. I think it was Comedy Bang Bang. They said they went in, you know, for a laugh and like 10 minutes in we're like, I feel bad. I yeah, can't laugh at it's these not people. Funny. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's too bad. I've been watching... Uh, I, I, I almost feel weird saying this, but I'm me and this is us, so I don't. But I've been watching Leave It to Beaver from the beginning. as like, just 20 minutes, um, watch, I'm having breakfast. Throw on Leave It to Beaver. Yeah. And, and also, like, you know, looking for casual racism. But it's it's really funny seeing some of that because you're just like... Jerry Mathers is a perfect example of that. And Tony Dow even, like... They were just such perfect kids for that show, and yeah. especially Tony Dow. Like he was a good-looking like teenager, which it feels kind of weird to say, but just uh-huh, uh-huh. knowing that he kind of grew up. They both kind of grew up awkwardly, like their their looks kind of just. I don't know. It's weird to be like a yeah. like a, a cute kid actor, and then you're oh, yeah. just like ah. Uh-huh. I mean, for it's
2: it's few and far in between, but you know, for for every Kurt Russell or Jodie Foster, there's. Two hundred kid Oh man, Macaulay Culkin. Oh Macaulay. Well Macaulay, <laughs> oh, he's kinda, okay. He's,
0: he he got out of dodge, I think. He yeah. Was like, well, he he was kind of messed up for a while, I think. But yeah. His family situation, but he, but he survived I, it. Anyway. He did a little podcast tour recently because he has a podcast. That makes and, sense. And he sounds like
2: he's living the life. Like he's he was good with his money, and he's got like a place in Paris, and he's he sounds very artsy, where he. Like, paints all day and smokes cigarettes. And Jim and, Carrey style. Yeah, and just shows up once every five years in a friend's movie kind of thing, you know? But Or what's his name? The, the guy from The Sixth Sense. Oh,
1: yeah, Haley Joel Osment.
2: He got stuck for a while, but he's been doing well, I think, at kind of doing the character after a bit. Yeah, like, he
1: was on something I watched, like a TV show. He was on
2: X-Files recently. Yeah. What, oh, what, and he did that weird... Will Ferrell, like, pseudo soap opera kind of show. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of.
1: Yeah, uh... Oh, God. And a couple Kevin that's Smith movies.
2: Cut. We saw him on screen when here I in Tusk, you know? Oh, but yeah, that's true. He hung in there, but for a lot, like... The whole kind of Jar Jar Binks thing made the geek news recently. And, you know, whether you like the movie or not, you see how, you know, it's not cool to wish ill will of a human being when it drives them to almost kill themselves. Hmm. There's some evil Star
0: Wars fans oh, out there. The,
2: and I feel so bad because I'm a giant Star Wars fan. And I think the problem is that anger is very loud. And especially nowadays yeah. where you don't even have to write a letter to Rolling Stone magazine or to DC Comics. You just go online. Often some people I know will like retweet things or comment to somebody. And I, I just don't want to look at it. I'm kind of like, just ignore them. Yeah. Don't encourage them. And if they say something like, I don't like Star Wars because there's women in it. That's not a cool person, you know? Like, that is that not going to be talked off the ledge. Very unlikely nah. is that person going to be like, you know, you won me over. I agree women should be in movies. Yeah, well, especially the Last
1: Jedi haters. Like, it's just, I don't uh, think there's reasoning with them.
2: Well, the thing that makes me angry is that this false, or not false, this weird critiquing of things that you would never win a debate club. Like people saying, we got robbed of Luke hanging out with Han Solo. Where you look at Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, they're barely in a scene together. Yeah. Like in Empire Strikes Back, Han saves Luke from freezing to death. Right. And in Jedi, they have like a couple of scenes together. But I think if you edited together the scenes that Luke and Han are in. Oh my god, what's
1: that noise? There's a goes, oh, calling It's It's calling uh, it's, it's, toward, it's like total creep
0: a yeah. Someone's right. calling the info line. Oh, man. Stop When's the
2: podcast happening? <laughs> busy <laughs> ranting about Star Wars. Yeah. But anyhow, it's it's like Han and Luke are hardly in any scenes together. And if you cut together all their scenes from Empire and Jedi, it's really probably like ten minutes. It's nothing. It's yeah. like a couple scenes in Jabba's palace, a couple scenes with the Tauntaun. It's not like it was, you know... Lethal Weapon where these two guys were in every scene together. Mm -hmm. And
1: they weren't, even if they were in the same, if they were in Jabba's Palace together, they didn't have scenes
2: together. Yeah, so it's this weird false memory and false anger. A friend of mine posted recently, casually, oh, finally saw Last Jedi because he's not a Star Wars nerd at all. Yeah, yeah. And he just went, finally saw Last Jedi. It was good, you know? And he didn't love it. He didn't hate it. He was like, it's good. But then people, what I don't get is, I don't have the time to reply a three-paragraph thing of, I hated this because. Just move on. Yeah, yeah. I, don't,
1: I don't understand. It's ridiculous. I just, I, I don't know. I'm, at, I'm, I've gotten a lot better at not commenting or engaging, but it, it's so Sorry, hard just I'm when not, you see like. Oh god, beeping some of the some of the bs you know it's oh, just like yeah, you're yeah. just like i don't why are you even you know and some of them are trolling but yeah even still it's just it's really hard to see that uh so yeah but i'm at the point now where i'm just like oh my god it's been it feels like it's been forever
2: since the movie even came out and yeah. we're still here like well it's funny like nerd websites have said believe it or not back in the day it was all positive early internet you'd go onto nerd websites and it'd be like I saw this movie I liked it oh there's new toy lines out I like it yeah. and now it's all negative to the point that I don't even go to nerd websites anymore because mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it you know it's a shame and you, you don't expect everything to be amazing or good or, or whatever but it's yeah. like
1: at least just I don't know if you don't like it just be like yeah you know it wasn't great it wasn't good yeah But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's personal now you know and, Yeah, and you know at least uh, Marvel's kind of dodged that a lot, I feel like, like I like, think it, so comparatively but there's still people who are just you uh, I didn't like this
2: or blah that wasn't this or whatever yeah. it's like well just watch something else <laughs> or, or the funny thing is people are mad about something and they're like I'm like you, you know you don't have to watch it right you know you can just stop you, you are just, just like, hate watching it <laughs> yeah the example i gave given before where it's like I didn't like the first two Transformers movie movies and I've never seen three, four, and five yeah that's it the end you know I haven't written a book about it yeah it's kind of my go-to example on here because it always comes to my mind of just a franchise where I liked the cartoon when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Michael Bay didn't ruin my childhood cuz those cartoons and comics are still there. Yeah. And, you know, there you go. That's it, you know. And, it happens with horror franchises a lot too, you know, a lot, like just, you know, Friday the 13th is like,
1: "Oh, you know, I like blank and blank, but I hate
2: blank blank and blank." It's just yeah. like, oh,
1: "Okay." Like, just-
2: like, if I met my Michael Bay, on the off chance I meet Michael <laughs> Bay, I'm not gonna be a jerk. I'll probably talk to him about what was it like working with Nick Cage? Yeah, yeah. You know, just like talk about a quiet place. <laughs> I'd you know? find something positive in there, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh, like I, I would just talk about The Rock, because I love that movie. Yeah. And that's it. Like I wouldn't really talk yeah, about it, yeah. yeah. Else. <laughs> what don't we want we'll to talk about him. Armageddon? Like, yeah, <laughs> we're
2: good. Deep, impact. Okay. deep su- impact.
1: Supposedly the commentary his commentary on Armageddon is legendary. I've never heard it's it, very but good. apparently it's just bonkers.
2: It's either it's that one or Pearl Harbor. No, it's that one. Where Ben Affleck is talking about how the movie doesn't make sense oh yeah 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 it is that i was hearing
1: about that and, and he also like i don't know if you heard this but he he has to wear a fake teeth implant in, in, in the filming of armageddon
0: um because when people
1: call it oh he wants this other note Yeah, so uh, he was saying that Michael Bay was like, your teeth are too small and they're not heroic enough. So you need to wear a teeth, like like an implant or whatever, or like not a permanent implant, obviously, but he wore bigger teeth, fake teeth in Armageddon to look more heroic. This is true. That's crazy. Yeah, so think about that the next time you see Armageddon, which for me probably <laughs> That's what may I not did. happen. But yeah, I just want to stare at Ben Affleck's fake teeth. and uh, My monthly screening of Armageddon. Yeah, yeah, we don't seem to show that. What today. do they call those?
0: Veneers? Yeah,
1: it sounds right to me.
0: Or polydent? That's, yeah,
1: yeah, polydent. Oh, God. <laughs> That's just, that is horrific. Just when thought do you think Moses he took 32. them out
0: and put them in, in like a cup of... Dent, I in between I takes I
1: don't even like I just can't even believe it's real I don't even want to think about his mouth at all frankly yeah, but, like that's just. and then
0: Bruce Willis took them out and put them in a hamburger bun and <laughs> you, like, ever, oh, yeah. you ever see a sandwich I, like, take a bite out that of it would be amazing
1: <laughs> the outtakes on that set were legendary but we will not be seeing
2: any of those but still oh Armageddon it is, it is the same thing with Twitter I just don't look at the evil stuff there's like cool nerd stuff on Twitter and there's one that's just old movie ads And I like it because it always reminds me exactly what I was doing 20 years ago or whatever. And recently it said July 4th, I think 20 years ago, was Armageddon. And I remember my friends and I went to see it on Canada Day at the Capitol Square Movie Theater, which doesn't exist anymore. And I'm like, oh, that's exactly where I was 20 years ago. Yes. That's that's like,
1: yeah, that's that's impressive to be able to do that. Uh, Remembering the movie, not as impressive. But I, I will say I did really like it at the time, but I was... Young, so I was, exact, I think I yeah, was 16,
2: so oh, that's not too bad. I was like, if you were like eight,
1: it's when you're eight, I, that's I don't when so everybody would have let me in the theater. Yeah, I, I, you know, Buscemi got a check,
2: I guess that's always a, a good thing. Good cast, I'll give it that. Okay, let's. I'm gonna interrupt our random nerd talk because Friday the 13th, we're gonna run out of time, and I forgot my uh, cord to plug into the wall, but we got 35 minutes left on my battery. So we plugged
0: it into Eric, who's yeah. full yeah. <laughs> of juice. I am.
2: I had one of those Starbucks double shot drinks, so I am good.
0: And a Red Bull. Yeah,
2: <laughs> just in case. So the following of the films from July 13th through the 19th, 2018. Friday. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. We are not showing a Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah.
0: Nobody's
2: saying, complained you know. yet. It's one of those things where well, I was we of... Just,
0: we, are, we just had we
2: part just, three. The best, coolest so one we could have. That was so good. Oh my but God. maybe our nerds are, are getting more understanding well, it's almost like yeah. when a band circles around like a band can't play every month you know yeah. you got to give it some time in between so yeah
1: and plus you know we did that in 3d so
2: you can't yeah. how do we how do we follow
1: that up i don't even that know that counts
2: for like three films yeah we, and we had three cinemas that month so come on yeah so july 13th through july 19th first up is the movie first Performed, which mm. is from paul schrader nice who has a, a spotty career but a great <laughs> writing career there you go my favorite thing of his career is he did the weird Exorcist thing where yeah. two different people at the same time did an Exorcist two yes. The two, the the two different
0: was... Exorcist 4. Yeah. It,
2: neither of them
1: were great, I'm going to say. Yeah. I, I, like, the Paul
0: Schrader one's kind of interesting. Not
1: like bad, but it's just after I was
0: done, I was like, okay. The Running Harlan one starts off pretty good. Yeah. But and when, then it turns into like... What a weird point madness. of a film history of we made two movies. And then they
2: embraced it because like, yeah. there's like a box set that has... Everything both in Both versions, there. Oh, yeah. And, and also all the
1: scenes so you can edit your own version. It's funny <laughs> how they
0: didn't do that with Exorcist 2. I mean, maybe they should have tried that. Yeah. Yeah, sure.
1: yeah anybody re editing that would make it better, I feel like.
2: But First Reformed actually has gotten some good praise. It won at the Venice Film Fest an award for Paul Schrader. Ethan Hawke's in it, Amanda Seafried's in it. Well, and uh, yeah, I like both those people. Yeah. Ethan Hawke has the interesting distinction of a four time Oscar nominee. A couple of those for acting and a couple for writing for the mm. Before Sunrise, Before Sunset oh, yeah. stuff.
0: Cedric the Entertainer is in it in a dramatic role. Yeah, oh,
2: I saw him on Conan wow. talking about it, yeah. so that's interesting.
0: They were going to have Steve Harvey, but he was
2: busy. Yeah. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> oh, poor Cedric. So that's on for a full week from Friday through Thursday. Then the highly anticipated Won't You Be My Neighbor, the documentary about Mr. Rogers. So excited. Always interesting to have a TV-based documentary on the big screen and this actually played in the states maybe in Canada as well on PBS as like a very special like one night only thing and that was part of the deal which I think is kind of cool was that you have to show it on PBS first then it'll go theatrical oh wow but nonetheless it's been getting a ton of requests so it'll still be eligible for awards I assume or I think so I think because it was in probably like festivals first then PBS for one day yeah okay that makes sense so they're all pretty savvy about that nowadays yeah this as we speak has a one hundred percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes Huge. for top critics and something like I think actually ninety nine for all critics, which means the fifty top critics they have in their on their shelf, yeah. everyone loved it. And then some jerk guy. out of the 200 kind of yeah. pseudo-critics. It was that
0: fake guy who reviewed Hollow Man. Captain <laughs> Kangaroo. Uh, <laughs> jealous Captain Kangaroo oh, fan man. club. Did Mr. Rogers have a... Uh, I guess maybe Mr.... Well, Mr. Dressup and him were... were they worked together. Did they? Yeah, he w- assumed they were cool. Dressup was the Canadian version, yeah. essentially. Yeah, so they were... Fr- like. So I guess he didn't have, like, a, a rival. There wasn't, nah. like, a... No.
2: And the difference was Captain Kangaroo was on commercial television. Like, Saturday morning kind of stuff, Yeah. I yeah. And Mr. Rogers... I kind of forget, but I think... I think did a ton of episodes because I think it was on like three days a week or something yeah. like that. It was it was it was quite the output. Very much looking forward to that. I think that's gonna be really good. Completely different. Hotel Artemis, which is a near future crime thriller, kind of been compared to John Wick. It has a crazy cast: Zachary Quinto, Jodie Foster, Jeff Goldblum, Jenny Slate, Charlie Day. Day- Charlie Day. Charlie Day Day? Charlie Day Day. <laughs> he's so excited. I messed up. Keep naming up. names. It was Charlie Day <laughs> followed by Dave Batista. That's what
0: screwed me up. Oh yeah, that is. From, from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy. Galaxy. I think
2: essentially playing the same character. Probably. Which is fine because he's good it's at a that. big toughie. But it looks good. It, very, it looks very cinematic. The production design looks cool. Because it kind of came and went, I didn't really see many trailers or anything. No. So it hasn't been ruined for me yet, but looks fun. Kind of a good example of a movie that didn't do gangbusters in the multiplex and might do better for us yeah
1: what a cast though yeah I mean, like I, really good cast i don't even i didn't know much about it i was i was uh i was at cineplex a couple weeks back not going what? to the movie How dare of you? course How dare you? walking past it <laughs> yes, obviously used to the restroom yeah yeah that's what it was yeah and without buying anything and uh and then my wife was like oh have you seen the ad for this hotel artemis movie you know it looks pretty good and she was standing in front of a gigantic poster yeah. for it and i was like you mean that and she yeah. turned around and i was like yeah yeah i heard about it just now so that's about what I know about it. It has a big poster and a good cast. So. It's got
2: Goldblum, which means I'll go see it. That's,
0: that's true. And it, so. he's playing the
1: same character from Ragnarok, uh, I hope. Oh, cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah. yeah. You see? Artemis finds a way. Then our Quentin Fest continues with Pulp Fiction. And if you want, you can come and see Monday, Tuesday, and come and see Won't You Be My Neighbor? And uh, That's a good double bill. Then <laughs> buy a ticket for Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah. Nice little double
2: bill. Pulp Fiction, I remember because... I think I've kind of talked about this before, but every year there's some Oscar movie that people assume is a Merchant Ivory kind of thing, just because it's Oscar nominated. Mm. Every year. And you can go back to, I'm the sure. Well, they in the
0: Palm Door.
2: Yeah. So they assume it's like, oh, it's Highbrow. And I remember going to see Pulp Fiction and people walking out offended because Quentin wasn't quite, you know, a household name at the time. But this must have happened at like, I don't know, at Midnight Cowboy or at, Deliverance or certain other kind yeah. of acclaimed films so that's what I remember about Pulp Fiction is dummies going to see it not realizing it was an R-rated crime drama oh with lots gosh. of swearing and violence yeah the first it. five minutes they'll probably tell you pretty quick yeah I mean doesn't really need a selling point but won the Oscar for Best yeah. Original Screenplay decent cast kind of put Uma on the map even though she was around for a little bit Bruce Willis was great in it Samuel Jackson kind of his breakthrough they dusted off Travolta yeah I wonder what his last movie was before that it was like the Look, look who's, who's Talking talk- yeah. Oh god The Look right. Who's Talking Trilogy The <laughs> yeah. Look Who's Talking Now Oh my god Yeah Which to be fair Was successful enough To make a trilogy So somebody <laughs> liked it well, The
0: series in Gaudi Which is oh, like- which Has a 0%, has a 0% percent If you want to see yeah. that
1: With uh, the neighbor uh, movie. Yeah Bruce Willis Did the voice of the dog In Look Who's Talking Now Meaning The two of them Co-starred in that movie Right before Pulp Fiction Whoa What I didn't even think of that Yeah Neither did
2: I uh-huh. That's a movie know. that's due for an inexplicable reboot. Oh is look God. who's talking.
1: It, I hate to say it, but it actually is. <laughs> yeah. like They could take their pick at this
2: point of what to have talking. God. And then we have two Ottawa premieres. One which I did my little Mayfair minute for Blast the Radio, which I do a little What's Playing at the Mayfair every week. Oh, fun. This movie stumbled. Ryuchi Sakamoto, Koda is the name of the film. And it's about a big shot music composer... He won an Oscar for... The Revenant? The, uh, the Last Emperor.
0: Oh. But he did he did compose this for yes. The Revenant.
2: And it's about... It's, it's just a kind of a documentary piece on him. And about him surviving cancer and his music life and, and his personal life. Yeah, should do well. It's neat because it's, it's both a music documentary and a film documentary. So music stuff usually does pretty well with us. So that should yeah. find a crowd. International
1: too, which is nice. Yeah.
2: And then The Night Eats the World, which I'm theories about that I'm going to miss. And I feel like this is our Friday the 13th movie, basically. Yeah, I mean, we have a, a cool Fantasia Film Fest. Somebody pointed out online, the premiere, maybe the world premiere, yeah. is at Fantasia at 5.30pm yeah. on Friday the 13th and then we're screening it at 9 o'clock. Oh man, so, we're, so close. we're that far behind. <laughs> I can't believe we have it the same day. Yeah, That's... that
1: seems odd. Not, I guess not really, because they're just doing a one-off, I assume.
2: So world premiere at Fantasia, and then we have it a few we hours later. We almost had them. It's so were crazy. The, the English world premiere, is that, the, <laughs> is that uh, yeah, fair to say? Yeah, <laughs> the rest of the world. I think maybe it's getting its release on the 13th, and maybe just to get that world premiere tag, they're playing it in an earlier time slot at the festival. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But it's a France-French zombie film, Kind of low budget style, I believe, like so many great zombie films are, about a guy who wakes up after a party and the zombie breakout has happened. Yeah. So I think most of it takes place in that room with him overlooking zombie stuff Chaos. on the streets of Paris. And he's just describing it. It's like, we don't have the effects budget. Yeah. Oh my
1: God, look at all those zombies.
2: It's so crazy right there. <clears throat> I'm standing in a missile, though. I'm just finishing up my annual working at Blues Fest doing Follow Spot. You get the Blues Fest Blues right now. Yeah, so last night we got to do Foo Fighters, which is great. tonight doing Dave Matthews Band which I am not looking as forward to (laughs) it'll it'll be packed though oh yeah but speaking of my battery's running out we're down to 23 minutes we're still good and I gotta go and go do other work not at the Mayfair so gonna wrap this up thanks for listening you can find us on all the social media stuff Twitter Facebook Instagram go visit our friends at House of Target across the street whenever you're coming to a movie and stay tuned because we've got a bunch of new stuff coming up next time I'm going to try to get Melissa on though I don't think she loves doing podcasts no. to talk about our Winona Ryder Festival that's true I don't know if we were going to like that's that's officially dropped now
1: that's so dropped. we can mention yeah. it and, and yes Edward Scissorhands is coming yes uh, that's the one
2: I most care about no Beetlejuice because we can't get it <sighs> Yeah, but, that's, uh, that's, I'm
1: glad that people aren't inundated. No mermaids. You. No mermaids. No men. Yeah, I was trying to think of all the. Ra- no Mr. Deeds. Yeah. Sorry about that.
0: <laughs> I know you guys were uh, going to be here for she's that. She's got a new movie coming out with Keanu Reeves. Does yeah, it's like she... a middle aged love story, I think. Yeah, between
1: the two of them. They're...
0: Yeah, they play they, like yeah. these two ah. people going to the same wedding and they start off by kind of bickering and then yes. sort of a fall in love. It's good. I'm glad. So it's, I'm glad
1: she's working. Every romantic comedy, pretty much.
0: Yeah. But yeah, um,
1: stay
2: tuned. We'll talk about that next time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, let's get out here. Okay. Yeah, this is a happy uh, five-year Facebook anniversary, by the way. Oh. You and I finally made the jump today, uh, so Andrew, I like that. Andrew and I are getting closer. I like that
2: our 175th episode was filled with the most mistakes ever I know. that I might just leave all in. We're really good. <laughs> okay, see you next time. Bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> Sing song. Bye-bye. This has gone so well. We're probably going to get people saying, like, you guys should show Stranger Things. Yeah. Oh, God. It's not
2: a movie. That's her best movie.
0: We have a code 3. He was state-of-the-art in law enforcement technology.
1: You called for backup.
0: <laughs> But the system thinks he's become too independent.
2: He disobeyed a direct order. I want to know why. His friend was in trouble and he made a judgment call. Too unpredictable. They're saying he's gone underground. Oh, there goes our PR budget. Too human.
1: We have a warrant out for the arrest of Robocop.
2: Now, the system's out to get him. Because he's fighting for the people.
1: If you want to get in there, you're going to have to shoot through us.
0: I don't have a huge problem with that. Get them for me. I promise. All right, Mr. RoboCop. Come on, get me. I must commandeer your vehicle for police use. What? Problems, suck up!
1: I mean, officer? I hope you are insured.
2: your damn ninja was supposed to take care of robocop for me you are under arrest for assaulting an officer and destruction of police property
1: you may want to call the fire department are you going war
2: wacky i think i'm in love he's taking the future what
0: name? and giving it back to the people Robocop three
1: how may I help you officer by resisting arrest?